And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of This Freaking Show, the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I am your host, Travis here, and with me, as always, Awkward Colin and Geekcast Joe. And this episode of This Freaking Show is brought to you by Fire Pit Bar and Grill of Piatone. If you're looking for a down-home country restaurant that has great burgers, cold beer, tremendous atmosphere, and live music almost every weekend, head on down to Fire Pit Bar and Grill of Piatone. You can find them on Facebook at Fire Pit Bar or on their website at firepitbar.com. Uh, for our adult listeners out there, if you happen to be in the area on July 23rd, head on out and catch the band Stevie Starlight. Um, I, haven't, uh, had an oppor- I haven't had an opportunity yet to go check out this band. Um, I hear they do some vintage music, uh, and they do have a website, steviestarlight.com, so you can check them out before you head on down here. Fantastic. Yeah. Stevie Starlight. Yeah, but it's light as an L-I-T-E, not L-I-G-H-T. Oh. Stevie Starlight. Sounds familiar. Stevie Starlight. Yeah. I know they played up there, um, I want to say it was like last fall. Um, I didn't have an opportunity to get up there, but who knows? Hopefully I get the free time uh, July 23rd when they're uh, up there playing. I think I'm thinking of Stevens Point, Wisconsin, and a Starlight ballroom that closed down that's what i'm thinking of okay i figured you could go with stevie nicks but yeah there's that too i don't even know who that is (laughs) the singer from uh oh fuck fleetwood mac thank you there we go i almost said jefferson uh, airplane but that wasn't right (laughs) uh how was everyone's weekend happy uh belated fourth of july it was good. I got all my uh, class assignments done, so I'm happy. Nice. Yeah. That's what I should have done. <laughs> well, I have two more assignments due. Actually, midterms due on Sunday. So. Wow. Having fun with that one. Nice, nice. We uh, went down to my wife's family's house and uh, hung out, drank some beers, ate some good food had like 12 cups of coffee you didn't eat great food oh no it was amazing food sorry no i was just i'm a master of understatement (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah no it was it was a good time uh only bummer our uh we blew a tire on the way down oh uh so i had to change that on the side of the road and that was fun and so then we had to get that fixed this morning. So we were supposed to be back in Chicago last night. We didn't get back until this afternoon. Uh, and we found out there is loads more wrong with the car because of it. So that's neat. It's actually really good because we're about to take about a, a, a trip out to where my internship is. And it would really suck if we found all these issues out in Pennsylvania instead of yeah, Indiana. So... Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was good. Good weekend. Got to hang out with dogs <laughs> on every day of the weekend this weekend. So good stuff. Yeah, Joey, it was uh, it was awesome seeing you uh, on Saturday. Yeah, it was a great time, man. Yeah, uh, s'mores. Didn't go to bed till five in the morning. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, last uh, last of the guests took off around four ish. Fantastic. Uh, I think uh, I think by the end of the uh, night, I went through, um, I want to say about 14 Bud Lights. Wow. And about six s'mores. And, uh, Only finished, six? Yeah, we finished off that apple pie shots and the cherry pie shots, so that was, uh, that was fun, too. Nice. Both bottles of cherry pie? No, we got like a third of one of the bottles left, so I'm going to have to make a trip up to... Uh, Wisconsin and uh, grabbing our bottle of it. Oh, at, at the Cheese Castle. At Mars Cheese Castle. Oh, I think we should do that this weekend. Oh, oh yeah. Well, no, we're not doing it this weekend. Oh, well, that's depressing. <laughs> maybe maybe if they sponsor us, we'll go up there this weekend. <laughs> you, we you, can ask them if they want us. You, you figure out, you contact them, you figure out if they want to be a sponsor of this freaking show. We'll talk about cheese. We'll make an entire episode of cheese. Oh, my God. It would be amazing. Cheese. <laughs> I would love to bathe in cheese. Right? I don't know what kind of cheese. 
Well, I guess not bathe in it, because that would be kind of nasty, but... Maybe have a mattress made out of it. What the fuck is wrong with a you? mattress made of cheese? I did that. Should, what you should do is you get like a water bed, but you fill it with nacho cheese, so it kind of forms oh. your body. <laughs> I don't like nacho cheese. Yeah, but then, so, are you going to eat your bed as you lay in it? <laughs> if I have a cheese bed, I might. <laughs> Ugh, God, your hair's going to be in it. <laughs> well, I'll yeah. wear special clothes. You know how like there's pajamas? I'll wear a special uh, anti-cheese. Uh, clothes, so then I can just slip around on it. That sounds so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that out loud. No, I'm, glad get it. I'm glad I took you to this point to be disgusted by what you're saying. Because <laughs> you lost me at bathe in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, uh, th- this weekend was pretty good. Uh, Friday, I went on a date. So yeah, how was that? That was a, that, I mean, it was amazing. Um, we were uh, we were with each other, talking and getting to know each other for, uh, God, seven hours. So it was great. You know, we took her out to dinner, and we sat, uh, we sat, sat there. Uh, we ate, we talked, told stories and everything. And it's amazing because, like, um, I could babble on and on about, like, my entire life, which I did. Uh, that was the majority of the evening. And, I mean, she listened to all of it. I mean, like, you would think, like, eventually she'd want to be like, you know, we should go. No, she listened to every story about everything. Literally, I told an entire relationship length of stories on the first date. Wow. I know, right? So, literally nothing else to talk about from here on out. Nice. Uh, but it was fun, you know, we went out to dinner, uh, we got to know each other a little bit more, she's an awesome person. Um, I think she's gonna start listening to the podcast, so, um, hopefully she agreed with me, um, and yeah, that was I fun. hope you pushed her on it as much as you could. Wait, what? <laughs> Just every two, two minutes, uh, yeah, I have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, as I was uh, sitting there on this freaking show, which you can find at thisfreakingshow.com, yeah. well, on iTunes. You got iTunes? You like iTunes? You listen to iTunes? You should go under rate reviews, give us five stars. Like I said, you know, I'm a host of it. <laughs> no, I, I mentioned it a couple times. Uh, she was actually a huge Disney fan, and she was really excited when I brought up the whole Disney uh, episode we did last week, which, by the way, if you guys didn't get a chance to check it out, definitely do. Um,. After listening to what was going on, I had to strongly encourage her to wait until after our date to listen to the podcast. <laughs> so I don't know if she's listened to it or not yet. Uh, she's still talking to me, so I'm assuming she hasn't yet. Um, but um, Or she really liked it. Yeah. I mean, if, if she can make it through the whole dick getting cut off and shoved down a whore's mouth or whatever the fuck it was, then, yeah, that's a keeper at that point. <laughs> I did realize that when the date was over, I did not ask her how clean her pee was. So I did fail us on that aspect. Oh, that's a bummer. I know, right? I was just, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, you know, after the date was over, I'm like, I mean, I always said if I had a first date, I would do something. And then I clicked my head. I'm like, oh, yeah. I forgot to ask how clean her pee was. <laughs> so, but it's okay. I know there'll be a second one. I'm hoping there'll be a second one, knock on wood, but there's a good chance it will be. So, um, Today, I mean, if you guys don't know who Bo Burnham is. uh, Oh, yeah, Bo Burnham. I didn't even know he was still alive. (laughs) He shouted me out today. No kidding? Yes. Well, on Twitter or in real life? uh, On Twitter. Even better. (laughs) Well, this is what he tweets. His tweet says Shout out to all the very funny guys named Callan on here. Y'all crazy. (laughs) Nice. So I guess it's indirectly me, but me. Just because my name's Colin. Perfect. It's okay, Colin. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have that one. <laughs> you better. <laughs> yeah. Just like I'm gonna let you have that cherry pie. <laughs> well, I know that wasn't named after me. I know that. I mean, <laughs> if it was, it'd be covered in gold and diamonds and have a beard. <laughs> have a that'd be really weird to see a a beard on a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, but that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, 
So tonight we're bringing back um, a guest from the past. Not the past. From the past. How from far be- the past? From before now. Past. Present. Perfect. We're in present now. I'll be past. It wouldn't be a future guest because they're happening now and previous. Right. Uh... Tom, you know how time works, right? There's a past, a present, and a future. No. Okay. Well, Stop past me. Well, from a non-linear, past non-subjective point of view. <laughs> Doctor Who. No, I know, I know about the time. But what Joe, Joe uh, definitely pointed out some amazing information today. Even though I heard it, like last yeah, week. you you beat me to but, it. <laughs> I did. But uh, uh, why don't you tell everybody what that is, uh, Joe? Uh, apparently. Anna Kendrick uh, has expressed interest in playing Squirrel Girl, the world's most powerful superhero. Oh, yeah. Who? The Squirrel girl from Pitch Perfect. Oh, she does sorry. The cups thing. Missed, totally uh, missed what you were asking me. I know Squirrel Girl. Is. I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't know actresses' names for the life of me. Gotcha. She does the cup song in Pitch Perfect, I believe. I gotcha. That's awesome. So. I can't believe they'd actually make a uh, Squirrel Girl movie. Yeah, I don't we... know that they will, but I hope they will. Yeah. And she'd be really good at it. That's Talking good. about movies, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme apparently signed on for Kickboxer Retaliation. If any of you out there are Jean-Claude Van Damme fans. What is Kickboxer Retaliation about, exactly? I think it's basically, from what I think I read, it was like going to be a reboot of Kickboxers. Fantastic. Yeah. But I could be wrong on that. It's basically Expendables, but it's his own movie. It's the Expendables, but his own movie? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, it's reliving uh, or rebooting a previous series of uh, shows, right? Or movies that he was in, right? Well, he was only in the first one. Yeah. But, uh... Is it gonna be like Rocky? supposed to be in it. Ooh. And then Batista, Mike Tyson. Batista? Uh, Yes. Nice. So, for you Guardians of the Galaxy fans, or wrestling fans, I should say, um... He will be in it. Hmm. Is this at all related to Kick Puncher no. from Community? No. no. <laughs> Just wondered. <laughs> Is this anything related to Kick It Up? No. Damn. The, no. That great cassette tape that you can get from or no it's cranking it up sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Joey <laughs> you're welcome um, fans. <laughs> uh, anyway so I, I got a I got a heads up from uh, our guest that he's ready to come back on uh, we're ready to come on not come back on I guess well I guess back on because he was on previously not back on today <laughs> um, so real quick this Anybody have anything else they want to share? Anything new? Anything exciting? Nope. No. Who's our Nothing guest together? Are we gonna CJ's, wait? Yeah, yeah, we can wait. Okay. We can wait. We can wait. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. While we no, while no. we bring him on, do we have any podcasts to uh, promo promote? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's gonna be that's that's how we that's how we split it up. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're, we're always gonna promote Kaga. I think we're at the point now where we're gonna repeat uh, promotions and everything. Oh, fantastic! Just because I mean, like I mean, like we've already done so many, mm-hmm. and since it's part of the Potter family, and actually some of the podcasts are outside the Potter family, which are great podcasts as well. Um, we're just gonna kind of double up and uh, circle around, if you will. Um, you we back, uh, you know, a couple steps backwards. Uh, what other what other analogies are there? <laughs> uh, turn around. Uh, we're going to uh, shoot off a uh, promo from um, History of Bad Ideas. Perfect. Sounds good. So uh, listen to this promo as uh, we get our guests set up and ready to go. 
Hello, everybody. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. We're from the History of Bad Ideas podcast. You know what you're listening to right now, Jeff? What are we listening to right now? This freaking show. This freaking show? This freaking show. And when you're not listening to this freaking show, take a listen to the History of Bad Ideas. Where we talk about sports, movies, and other pop culture events happening in the world. So take a listen. Uh, We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and any other place that you find uh, great podcasts like this freaking show. This freaking show. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, check out uh, History of Bad Ideas podcast. Um, I check them out weekly. They're a lot of fun uh, to listen to, and uh, I laugh every time I do. Oh, good. Um, So... uh, Yep, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, to return back to the show to discuss his next issue, uh, CJ Standle is back. Thanks again for having me, guys. I had a blast last time. I'm looking forward to it again. Um, and so, again, my name is CJ Standle. Uh, I'm a writer self and self-publisher of the comic Rebirth of the Gangster. It's had two issues released at this point. The second issue actually just released uh, July 6th. Um, you can get either issue for $2 separately on Amazon, or you can actually get a bundle of both issues 1 and 2 for $3, so that's 25% off. By far the best deal if you haven't checked out the series yet. Um, but it's, again, essentially it's Othello meets Breaking Bad meets The Wire. It's about two sons who are kind of sucked into this life of crime, one who's, a, who's already at the beginning of the series on his way there, and then the other one, the kind of the main character, Marcus, starts off as this... Um, high society lawyer and he's kind of on that like again like Breaking Bad-esque journey where he's slowly getting sucked into this life of crime um, after meeting Hunter the other character fantastic Um, hopefully yeah hopefully that's a nice little summary (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think that covered it yeah Yeah. good to know so um (laughs) so uh you know know, fill us in on uh, how uh how the first release uh how the release of your first uh, issue went I mean were you were you happy with the um, with the amount of people that purchased it? Were you not so happy? Where, where are you at with uh, with the first uh, with the order of the first uh, issue? Yeah, so um, uh, I guess critically and readers, um, the people who have read it and reviewed it either on just Amazon as like a regular review, or re- regular reader and reviewer, or even just like critics, um, overwhelmingly have all loved it, have all been super positive. So I think I've, I've been super happy with that. Um, I've been super happy with the support of my friends and family with it. To be honest, I would like to have sold a little bit more, but I get—I understand that I'm a pretty unknown quantity as an author, and it's the first issue, and um, I'm just hoping kind of, again, as, as the issues keep coming out and word-of-mouth builds, we'll get more and more readers, especially since um, I think I'll be able to entice more readers with, like, those bundle packs that have that are a little cheaper. So, again, I think, like, artistically, creatively, critically, I was super happy with the first issue, um, and even though financially, of course, I would, I've, I would like a little bit more. Um, but... To be honest, again, the reason I'm self-publishing this and just kind of going for it is that I just want the the issue to I want the series to get out there. I want to be able to kind of grow and have fun as a as a writer, have other people experience this and have a lot of fun. So if I don't make money off it, again, it's not the end of the world. I do have a side uh, my not a side job, my actual jo- or my like actual career in quotation marks as a a teacher um so I, so it's not like i'm banking on this to to make money um so again even though i'd like it to make money it's really fulfilling the main reason i'm doing it which is just having a lot of fun having other pe- entertaining people and maybe getting hopefully getting people to think a little deeper too about just life and society in general um and also kind of i've also learned a lot i think even from the first to the second issue i've grown as a storyteller and as a writer um one of the ways, for instance, is just I think I'm able to juggle more characters in the second issue than I was in the first. So I think it's all it's all exciting, and hopefully just we keep going up and up, um, both Juan and I and just everybody who loves reading this, we just keep getting more and more readers. So that's, that's it, unless you have another follow-up question on that. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, so I mean, we... Um so we were lucky enough to uh, kind of uh, get a chance to look at the uh, comic they released on the sixth. Um, I gotta say, man, I mean they, you know, they're getting better and better. Thank uh, you. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the hope, always, right? 
yeah. And uh, and just out of curiosity, because I mean, like, and I'm I'll, I'll be completely honest with you, I I am dumber than a box of rocks. Uh, getting into uh, getting into stories uh, isn't my strong suit, so I just I just need to know for my own uh, si- um, sake, I guess. Um, this was kind of uh, another issue to kind of introduce a new character, right? So it kind of like it's kind of giving you a background of a completely different person. Sorry, can you uh, can you repeat that question? I think I have a sense of where you're going, but it was kind of cutting in and out a little bit. <laughs> what? Uh, well, uh, I guess what I'm asking is like, yeah, or, or, or if I can rephrase like it, were you asking something? Just something if because uh, again, you're cutting in and out, so I think I got it, but I could be wrong. Um, we were just talking about like we're kind of shifting, I guess, focus of characters on this second issue to Hunter in this this case. Is that kind of what the question's concerning? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I guess exactly. Yeah, so I, that's actually kind of my plan. I guess I have, um, for each story arc, each issue, so the, for each, like, six-issue story arc, each issue will focus on a different main character, even though, like, as we saw in issue two, there were probably, like, eight, eight pages of that, 22 pages, uh, that were solely focused to Marcus um, from the first issue. But I kind of, I chose it that way, um, I guess, just because I really want this to be, uh, like, not just a plot-based mystery and thriller and noir um i do hope that that's strong but i I think that what gets people coming back to stories is characters um and i think that the more that i can get in depth the characters and kind of bounce around and get a like a a wide spectrum of i guess different backgrounds and people um that are that are having their stories told hopefully that makes it more exciting for any reader in general but it also hopefully it it adds like a jumping on point for readers who might not have who might have seen the cover to issue one and they weren't necessarily drawn to Marcus's character but they now see the issue cover to issue two and they're maybe drawn more to that um, and then they start reading and they're again like hooked a little bit hard, stronger so I guess part of the reason that I'm choosing to, choosing to switch is that um, another reason is also just um, I've kind of set myself a rule of not using any like traditional narration in this in this comic. So anytime we have captions, it's always just dialogue that's being laced, laid over from a scene that's happening concurrently at the same time, what you're not seeing, or that's about to happen on the next page. Um, and so I think because of that, I really wanted to be able to... I made that choice so that I could jump around from different perspectives so that I didn't just have to have Marcus, for instance, always telling the story and only telling about events that he himself could hear. I wanted to have more of, I guess, that like omniscient, that third-person big narrator um, in, the sense of, in the sense of, I guess, just like, again, almost like a camera not that sees everything. Um, and hopefully, again, we get into deeper, deeper into each character rather than just really, really deep into one character, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, the one, the one thing I'm, I'm loving about these comics and everything, and it's like it's you give the the reader enough information, but you don't give them too much. Yeah. Like I, I like the endings of these, clearly. Like um, I don't want to give anything away, but like you know he, you know a guy a, a guy meets with another guy, and you know and it just kind of just fades from that point to where you want to know what happens next. Right. Yep. And you're gonna have to get the you get get the next issue in order to understand that and everything. And that's what's beautiful about it, because you're not you're not ending the story, you know. You're continue. You're you're leaving enough to continue on, and you're leaving enough for people to be drawn in, so they would want to get that next issue. And that's and that's how I felt like, you know, when the first one ended, when I got to the ending of the first uh, issue, you know, it it, it bothered me. Cause I'm like, no, what happens <laughs> yeah, next? Yeah. And I guess yeah, that's you know, and you gotta sit there. Gotta that's the only really, I guess, negative in quotes feedback feedback I've gotten is that yeah people want to, to, they just want to keep reading more because of the way each of those issues end in kind of I guess either a cliffhanger type fashion or again just the kind of like fade out we hear part of the conversation but not the whole conversation um, but yeah thank you for noticing that that's actually been something I've been focusing on pretty intently um, before I actually started reading this uh, or writing the actual comic like the actual scripts themselves I did write like a synopsis and stuff like that outlines and I shared that stuff with some of my friends um, another Travis actually um, I shared it with one of my friends who works in actually advertising and stuff like that so it's not necessarily the same type of creative field but I did I do trust his opinion very much and he did say like on some of the synopsis points that I'm telling too much he that instead of telling like a hundred percent just tell tell the reader 90 percent or 80 percent um, and I think that's just in general some good storytelling because that means I have some faith in the reader but I also think it just it's the type of storytelling that perfectly matches this type of thriller, noir, suspense story anyways, where 
we don't want to know the whole story right away. It's got to be teased out, or the whole mystery and all that stuff. It's got to be teased out in small bits, and then the reader kind of puts them all together and sees if they can guess ahead of time or not. That, um, and so I think that's part of the fun is just as a reader being able to formulate these opinions um, and kind of come up with theories or what do you think is going to happen. Um, so, yeah, thank you for noticing that. I'm glad it's paying off. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, and I and I always feel like you know the important way you know, and and, and anything is it cinema, if it's books or whatever it is, you always want you always want to leave them wanting more. Yep. Uh-huh. You know I mean, that's what keeps bringing them back to your product. That's what keeps getting you, you know, to get them to buy the next issue and so on and so forth. So I mean, like, I mean, I, I applaud that. I think it's great, yep. even though it even though it pisses me off. <laughs> I, I get it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I think it's a great way to go because you don't you don't want to end the story on like you know like okay this is the end of this story now you gotta move on to the next one like no like this one's just paused until yep. you get so on and so forth down the line. Thank you. Yeah. Now um now uh this uh with I know you said it but I I, I kind of missed it a little um how many issues were you, I mean like how exactly how does comics work as far as uh, like issues and volumes and stuff sure. like that. So I guess um. The whole series, the way I've, like, I have a five-page synopsis that's the whole plot itself, but then I also broke that down into kind of an outline for each issue. So the way I've broken down the outline is that there are 24 total issues. Um, so there are four story arcs in those 24 issues. Each story arc's six, six issues. Um, granted, some of that might change. Um, I don't think it would elongate necessarily. I think, if anything, I might try to get a little more concise, like five five issues for each story arc instead of six um but that's pretty much the way it's set up um so yeah this i i try to think yeah kind of speaking of like pausing and cliffhangers um at the end of each story arc there's definitely going to be some resolution and stuff like that um we're not going to be paused and left wanting quite as much as we are in between issues within that story arc um There'll still be, of course, the bigger story that will like kind of keep building. Um, but again, like at the end of issue six, there's something issue six, five and six. There are definitely some big things that kind of come to head and kind of close out that chapter of this story and move us on to the next one. Okay, yeah, that sounds fantastic. And uh, you. you are you're working with the same illustrators you were the previous. Uh, yep. Uh, book, correct? Yeah, I am Juan Romero. I'm I'm working with him as long as I can hold on to him, essentially. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's uh, to be honest, a lot of the pr- positive reviews have also been praising him just as much, if not more, than me. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm not letting him go. Um, I just think he's perfect for the story. Uh, he's a great guy. I love working with him. Uh, we have, I think, a really good sense of collaboration. And I think the nice thing is, in the second issue, I think he, got, he felt a little more freed up to kind of to do some things... Um, uh, to kind of stray from my suggestions um, about like page layout and all that stuff, he strayed a little bit more from it, always with better results. And I think that's just something that's kind of natural about like getting to know each other and know how we each work and kind of building that trust that I think we're starting to solidify that. And really it's paying off just because now he's feeling, I think, a little more ownership and feels that I trust him more. And he has that ability to experiment and try different storytelling um, uh, storytelling choices that again pay off way more, way better than my my ideas were. So I think yeah, he's awesome, and I just I'm again hoping that I can keep holding on to him for the rest of this series. Um, which there's there's been nothing that's indicated he's gonna go away, but <laughs> that's that's just my that's my like anxious personality that like if something's going really good, I sometimes get afraid that it's gonna be stolen from me. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I totally understand. I mean, like, everyone has that slight pessimistic, you know, yep. thought in their head and everything. But, I mean, and that's, but, I mean, like, you guys, you guys work so well together in these comics, you know? I mean, I mean, like, every, every, uh, illustration matches every word that's, uh, that you're reading. And it's just, it's perfect. I mean, like, it, it's an amazing thing. I think you guys have a great connection with what Thank you're you. doing. Yeah. Um, now, uh, when uh when you guys come down to uh, making comics and everything, like the first uh, the first one released uh, was it April? It was like just at the end of March. Uh, I think it was March twenty fourth or something like that. So pretty close to April, yeah. Okay, so you're you're looking at uh was, so the first one came like let's say the beginning of April and this one now it's beginning of July. So is it gonna be the same like time period in between each uh? Each issue, or does this one just happen to come out a little bit earlier? Or? Um, so it's not going to be that big of a gap between issues. Um, really, the main reason that happened is that I 
I was running that Kickstarter for the second issue, which took about uh, like after the first issue was released, I kind of did some last minute things the last couple weeks or the couple weeks after that to finalize the Kickstarter, and then the Kickstarter runs for a month. Um, so essentially, like we had that because of the Kickstarter, we had two extra months added on to kind of this uh, to de to delaying this release, um, which was obviously very fortunate we got the we were successful with the Kickstarter but it was kind of uh, a little frustrating or to like be or to be patient and wait for us to get the money to make to make sure we um, were able to fund that second issue so I would say in the future that time's going to be cut in half in between each issue being released um, I, we're probably looking at like one to two months in between issues um, yeah, I'm working on the set third script right now. I'm not running a Kickstarter, so I'm just like essentially starting tomorrow. I'm gonna send start sending Juan some pages from that third script, um, so we're gonna get rolling right away, and that'll help out definitely. I I was a little frustrated, like I said, about the the gap, but I understand it. It kind of had to happen in order for like this to be sustainable past the second issue. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you can't you can't rush perfection, you know. Like right. you yeah. you want you want to deliver quality, not quantity, to people. You know, it's so yeah, exactly. Then, I mean, yep. I, so so awesome. So now I um, so I'm looking at what maybe like just ballpark and maybe mid September. Yeah, get, uh, I would say yeah. beginning to mid September is when we're, what we're looking for. So yeah, about like yeah, two two months is probably the the safe bet. I want to say one to two, but. Because I'm just the optimist, but I like you're saying you don't want to rush perfection. You don't want to go qu quantity over quality. And I do know that again. Speaking of praising Juan, I mean, part of the reason that those pages are like matched so perfectly to what the story is and the theme and all that stuff is because he really takes his time to get it right, right. Um, and if we like have some small things that need to be changed, where we'd rather change them than just like let it slide so i understand some people could maybe be a little frustrated with like a little bit of a longer wait than traditional monthly comics traditional um big publishers but i think again it's really worth it for having a better quality product that really is strong on like all levels we lost uh, i think the last two sentences of that <laughs> oh i just said i think it's i understand some people might be frustrated with like the the a little bit longer time frame for releasing each issue than like the one month which is traditional for big publishers and stuff like that um, but again i think it's totally worth it to wait that little extra time to to add that quality over quantity to make sure we're firing on all cylinders rather than just kind of letting some small things small mistakes slide because we want to get it out exactly a month from the past one so that's pretty much gotcha. what i was saying Gotcha. Absolutely. I totally agree. Well, and the, the other thing that I found was like uh, it had been long enough since I'd read the first one that, gosh darn it, I had to go back and read it again. <laughs> All right. Yep. I get it. Oh, well, dang. <laughs> dang, that's such a, oh, man, <laughs> such a hard thing to do. Yeah. I felt the way, um, I mean, I've compared a little of the inspirations of this to like 100 Bullets. Um, but I, that's the way, same way I felt with every issue of 100 Bullets, too, that I had to go back and reread the previous one, if not in my crazy, like, obsessive way, reread all of the previous ones. Um, but I at least needed to reread the one right before that to kind of get back into it, which there could be worse problems, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, well, I tell you, I enjoyed it just as much the second time around. Oh, so. uh, good, yeah. That's, I'm hoping that's, uh, again, part of, the, like, I think the, the level of thought and quality behind it, that hopefully it... It's just as good, if not better, on rereading, actually. Absolutely. Well, the, the cool thing is is that the, the way the second issue fleshed some parts out of, of Hunter's character, uh, it helped make sense of some stuff that happened in issue one with his character and with Marcus and, and, and a lot of the other things that were going on. It's like, oh... The pictures starting to come together. Yep. Yeah. So again, and again, I think that's. I mean, it's just like a puzzle. Each issue, or it's yeah. Each issue is a couple pieces of the puzzle. Puzzle that the more issues you read, the more you start filling in that bigger picture, understanding not just other characters in more deep level like Hunter, but also understanding the plot, understanding what's this bigger mystery is, what this big thing propelling Hunter um, is, and what his plan is. All of those stuff is going to kind of keep coming together a little bit more each issue by issue, which is yeah, hopefully. Really exciting because it yeah again it hopefully draws pe keeps drawing people back because they wanna they wanna get those extra pieces they wanna keep filling in this picture. Yeah, well, I I figure I almost have to at least get to the next one because I need to find out who the bald guy is. Who <laughs> the bald guy? Yep. Yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah he's a uh, ah man. I don't know. <laughs> like I want to talk all about it, but I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's definitely. Um, nah, don't. <laughs> don't worry, man. He's um. He'll show up a little bit in the third issue, but we'll actually, he's going to be one of those characters that's going to be a much bigger role in the end of this story, or the end of this, like, six-issue story arc at the end of the, the first, uh, I guess, graphic novel, which is the Meet the Family collection, um, which I haven't mentioned yet. Each issue was Meet the Family with the subtitle of the character it was studying, so Meet the Family Marcus is the first issue, then Meet the Family Hunter is the second issue, so that, I think, kind of shows, like, or, yeah, that, I think that's just... Shown that it's all the same story, but from different perspectives, uh, different uh, different insights, and different pieces of the puzzle. Hopefully, yeah, absolutely. The other thing I noticed is uh, the way because it jumps from character to character, it it also seems to to jump through. And I think we talked about this last time a little bit. It it sort of changes um, time period pretty quickly as well. And um, the cool thing that I noticed was that having two issues side by side helps you sort of put the timelines together. Um, at least for me, a little bit more easily than just having the just having the first issue. It was like it wasn't just a bigger picture of where the story is kind of going. It was a bigger picture of the grand narrative. Yep. Overall. Thank you. Yeah, that's something I I I do think is uh, it's one of the things I'm proud of. The first two issues of that ability to I think jump around in the time or jump around in the timeline um, to kind of again like reveal some of the secrets some of this character's background but not all of it um, and I think that's something that I yeah I'm really excited about and I'm glad that you're saying you're you're saying exactly what I hoped would happen that like kind of having them together there it makes it a little bit easier to grasp the timeline and also to understand kind of the purpose behind these these jumps and flashbacks and flash forwards that type of stuff um, I do think the one thing even though I love that the time the flashbacks and that stuff, I do think the one, one of the changes that I I made from the first to the second issue, which kind of reflects some of my growth, is that I did try to anchor in the second issue a little bit more in the present day than the first issue had been, um, so that there's not quite as much flashback exposition. That if I can tell something about a character's background from the present, I I focused on ways to do that a little bit more while still like. If I need that using, if I need that flashback, that's the only way I can tell this um, effectively. This part of this character, this plot point, I'll use a flashback, and I think that's just something. I mean, I, as a teacher, I always teach my students all about balance, and I think that's something I'm learning. I'm learning how to balance those flashbacks and jumps around in time even more, even better. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it. I don't like giving huge praise for things because I'm. I like to be a master of understatement. It's a thing that I'm, I think I'm good at. Yep. However, uh, while reading this second issue, the way that it jumped around and the way that the way that the you told the story, the way that Juan told the story, um, it honestly felt very similar to watching the the most recent season finale for Game of Thrones. Oh, awesome! Yeah, that's great praise. I really, really appreciate it. And that's actually, I mean. Um, so it's a, one of the inspirations. It's part of the inspiration behind this idea of each issue is somewhat from a different perspective, uh, or from like the different perspective, focusing on a different character. Because in the books, that's I mean, I love both the books and the TV show. But that's the structure that George R. R. Martin chooses in the books is that there is a point of view chapter so um, for yeah for I mean they don't even have chapter titles. It's just the title of the characters. And so that was something I always thought was really cool. And I thought that was one of the strengths of Game of Thrones that. It's the reason why, part of the reason why some of these characters are speaks to so many people. It's the reason why people like love Tyrion and Jon Snow and Daenerys and all that stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I'm very thankful. Yeah, thank you for the praise, and I'm glad because that's part yeah. of what I was modeling it on. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad it was what you're going for. Yeah. And I just, uh, I think Colin's got some questions for you too. But uh, uh, I noticed one thing I wanted to bring up before before he jumps in. Um, I really loved the transition from page four to page five with young Hunter and then older Hunter. Um, I thought that was just yep. tremendous. Um, if you could pass that uh, along to Juan. That Juan was oh, I definitely will. Yeah, I think, again, that's all those transitions are getting even better and better. Juan's doing an even better and better job with all this stuff. And I think, yeah, those are the moments that we really do need to nail those transitions because otherwise it could be a little jarring for readers. And so, yeah, I think that's awesome to hear that praise. And yeah, I'm glad it's working. I'll definitely pass all this stuff on to Juan. Cool. Cool. Um, <laughs> now we know that you had a Kickstarter originally, for 
Rebirth of a Gangster. Yep. That got successfully funded. It did get and successfully funded. I don't a couple hundred, like probably like two hundred dollars actually over the the goal. So that was always that was pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, do you plan on continuing uh, that way, or or is like um, is a one time thing? And so I, it's I'm not continuing that way with issue three. Uh, I do think I'll go back to the Kickstarter route for actually the self-publishing a printed copy of the graphic novel when that's finally done, which will probably be, in, be a get about next spring. Uh, would, I would guess is when the first that first story arc will be done in next spring. So I do think I'll use that. Um, in the meantime, I might switch to using uh, Patreon. Is that the name of it? I have I haven't investigated yep. Patreon. I've heard have haven't investigated a huge amount about it, but I've heard a lot of good stuff from uh, from other uh, self publishers and just uh, people like that. Um, and so I think that's again. I think for the rest of the the story arc, that's going to be kind of the small thing I'll do to kind of keep it a little bit afloat. Um, but I, again, I, I don't think I need to do it for an issue. I do think I need to do it though for the printing costs of a graphic novel, though. Okay. Um, for everybody that doesn't know, Patreon is a site that. Uh you can go to and for the people that you love that have one you can donate money to help them push forward what they love making and love doing <laughs> and uh as cj just mentioned that's the way he's going so if you like seeing more of these books and comics you can uh go support him on patreon Oh yeah, thank you. It's it'll it's not not quite up yet, but it'll be up uh, within a week or so. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Let us know when that goes up. We'll be sure to share it. Yeah, I definitely will. Thank you very much. Um. So now you said uh, you said that uh, your comics um, are on Amazon. They are and, on Amazon. Uh, yep. We're. Uh, and uh, you could uh, buy uh, issue one and two together. Yep, for uh, three bucks instead of buying them separately for two bucks a piece. So, yeah, three dollars instead of four dollars to get both issues. I think it's a great deal. It's yeah, forty-five pages of comics, just because the first one was a l- one page longer than the typical twenty-two pages. Uh, yeah, forty-five pages of comics for three bucks. I think that's a great deal. Um, and then it'll just hopefully leave you wanting more and want to come back. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a great price. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, if you would be spending that much if you're buying a paper copy at a comic store, you'd be spending that much on one issue by itself. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a great yeah, price. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's the kind of thing. Actually, here's a question that I just popped into my head. Um, sorry, I, I really like the idea of a printed one. I'm excited about that. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, when you move to the printed, are you are you planning? Is it sort of based on how well the Kickstarter does? Maybe a stretch goal will be some things in color, some things in not. I remember last time you were on, you were talking about having the past be uh, grayscale or black and white and the present being in color. Yeah, um, so is that I mean, something you're hoping to do with, with a stretch goal? or? That is, yeah, that would definitely be a stretch goal. I think the, for the uh, original goal would be for just the... Let's just print it, even if it's just in black and white other than the covers. Um, but yeah, that would be a great stretch goal. I hadn't hadn't thought about it in those terms yet, but that's actually that's going to be exactly what I'm going to do. So thank you. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, I mean, I thought about recoloring the present day um, panels, but I hadn't really thought about the game plan of Kickstarter of how I was going to do that. So thank you. Oh yeah, no problem. So fantastic! I'm, I'm so excited. This is really yeah, cool. Thank you. Yeah, again, I'm super <laughs> excited. This is. You guys were my first podcast in general, and you're also my first return podcast, so that's super exciting. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully we all just keep building up from here, keep going further and further. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's, I mean, that's the overall goal, right? Um, so um, real quick uh, before uh, we let you go, I just want to give everyone a quick rundown of where they can find you and everything that you do? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, you can just follow me on Twitter, CJ underscore Standal, S-T-A-N-D-A-L. Um, you can also go to CJStandalProductions.com. That's my official website. Um, and CJ Productions is the name of my like self-publishing imprint. Uh, you can also just friend me on Facebook, CJ Standal. I'm, I also am on... Um, 
I mean, I'm on Instagram as CJ Standle, but to be honest, I don't spend a whole lot of time on there, and I think I've got like 10 friends on Instagram. So I've, I'm like, yeah, my website, Twitter, and uh, Facebook are, are more my um, ways of, do, of, of communicating with fans. And also, if people were interested in emailing me, there's a link at the bottom of my website, but you would just EJ, CJ, email cjstandle at gmail.com. Perfect. Yeah, well, obviously, uh, we'll definitely uh, put the link to your website and your Twitter and your Facebook uh, in the show notes so everyone can find it a lot quicker. And uh, uh, we can probably throw, uh, throw the link to Amazon as yeah, well. Yeah, that'd be so great. Get, uh, right to Amazon and, um, you know, Damn get sure. that purchased. And uh, they can enjoy the happiness that we have felt as awesome. well. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, by the way, there's actually one thing that I realized – some self-promoter I am that I realized I didn't mention, but there's actually also on Amazon. Um, it's called First Shot, The Making of Rebirth of the Gangster. It's uh, just like a 70-page PDF that takes the reader from the conception of the, of the, the, the idea, which was originally in a poem, um, to like that became the first page of the comic, and it takes us through the synopsis, the feedback I got from friends, through some of the different layouts and script revisions that Juan and I did, and also through some of like the uh, revisions I did based off of uh, publisher feedback when I was sending it, submitting it to originally to um, publishers in the hopes that they'd publish it uh, before I decided to, to self-publish. Um, but yeah, that's a really cool. It's only a couple bucks on Amazon also, but it's a really cool 70-page. If you're ever if you're interested in seeing how I made this specific comic or just seeing like the process of any comic being made, I think I do a pretty good clear job of. S- of walking you through that. Um, there are some small spoilers because, again, there's a synopsis, so you could skip a couple of those pages in that if you didn't want to get things ruined for you. Um, and also I would add that, like, as I write, things change a little bit, so that synopsis isn't going to be 100% true anyways just because of the, the way the story evolves as we're going. That's fantastic. I know what I'm buying well, thank next. thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, CJ, again, thank you for coming back on. Uh, it was always it's always a pleasure having you on, and uh, definitely when you get the third issue out, you know, come yes, on back. I'll be the well, first to know. I re- again, I really appreciate it. Just again, first podcast that I've ever done, and the first. Repeating podcast, so I really, really appreciate it, guys. I have a lot of fun talking to you all, so I definitely, yeah, you guys, the first ones when uh, that third issue comes out, before or even before it comes out, I'm sending it to you guys. Fantastic. I appreciate it. CJ, you have a good night. You too. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Take it easy, guys. You too. So that was uh, CJ Standle. Yeah. It's always a joy talking to him. Oh, yeah. It's. It's easier for me to have the actual creator of the comic book explain to me a little more of the comic book because, you know, my lack of acknowledgement. Well, otherwise, it's just like telephone. You got to – the way somebody mm-hmm. interprets something and then interpret it differently and then interpret it differently as things are getting told. So, Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. If you can come straight from the source, then – you should be good to go, and you hear it all together. So, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I mean, like I hate the fact I hate how it ends, but I love how it ends at the same time. It's like, see, I don't want it to end that way, but it's the perfect way to end comic books because you know it does. It gets you to want to buy the next one. You know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's ah oh, man. I I actually sat. Yeah, I I had it on my on my iPad. And I was scrolling through it, and I I got to the end of of issue two, and I like I tried to keep scrolling. Like this can't, this isn't done. <laughs> you didn't want to put it down. <laughs> I'm not done with you. <laughs> I need to know what happens. <laughs> so it was good. I I would really recommend it. So you can, like we've said several times, pick it up on Amazon. It's good good stuff. Absolutely. Not too and expensive. I, and Get two issues for three bucks. Yeah, and trust me, I don't. I don't read, and I'm recommending this. You know, it's that should tell you something right there. Because usually I wait for the book, there the movie to come out. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe there'll be a web series coming out soon on this. <laughs> um. Oh shit! Yeah. Speaking of uh, web series, uh, we have a web series on next week. Oh, fantastic! 
Yeah, actually, you know, this entire month, just this month of July, is full of incredible guests. Uh, what we got? We got we got the web series. Um, you again coming on next week. Uh, next week, me and Joey will be uh, on a game show podcast uh, the following day on uh, the twelfth, which is also exciting because I feel like they're gonna be really excited to have us on because they think that we know a lot, and then they're gonna be very disappointed. We're just gonna be straight up. Pure disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to ask me a question. I'm like, that is false. I'm like, okay, well, it's either A, B, or C. It's like, ow. Oh. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> I don't believe you. My mommy told me this. Right. It'll be like, uh, how many how many extras were they using in this scene while shooting the Deathly Hallows? And I'll be like, I don't know, but Dumbledore has a map of the London Underground in a scar on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least that's something. I would probably just say potato. <laughs> So yeah, so we got uh, we got the You Again podcast on next week. Uh, the following week we have a special podcast for everyone. I'm not going to share what it is. You got to tune in and check it out. But we have a very special one coming up uh, uh, the week of the 18th. Uh, the following week we have uh, Leslie Tom on, the country singer from out west, who I'm excited to have on because we've been discussing that since we started back in November. So I'm excited to uh, actually <coughs> have tune and have her come on. Um. Fifth Cast, uh, if you guys remember Fifth Cast, we uh, plugged their uh, podcast a couple of times. Um, the uh, one of the hosts of uh, Fifth Cast wants to come on our show again. Um, apparently, uh, we seem pretty cool to him. Which, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, and you guys are probably gonna think like you know I should have like you know probably been more adult. But like when he messaged me and I read that message, I swear to God, like I wet myself like a teenage girl at a Bieber concert. Because <laughs> I was like, holy shit, he wants to be on our podcast? Like I just got really excited because I, I see Fifth Cast as like as a stepping, not I guess not a stepping stone, but like the next pillar of uh, podcasting where I would like us to be. Okay. Fantastic. So, yeah. So they uh, we're hoping to get them on in August. Um Ooh. Uh, Clint wants to come back on, which obviously we're going to bring Clint back on because I fucking love Clint. Oh, well, I had fun. That was a lot of fun last week. Yeah. Clint, Clint is the man. So there's so much, so much going on this summer. It's truly the summer of this freaking show. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Colin, what is, uh, what is your, re- uh, your week freak? Uh, my week freak. Wait, what? Joey, what is your week freak? <laughs> it, it's honestly probably rebirth of a gangster. Oh, yeah, I guess until I remembered that we were having him today, and and uh, until I read it, I was freaking out about having to f- to fix my wife's car. But then I read this book, and it made everything better. So <laughs> it's the it's the thing I'm definitely freaking out about this week. Okay. How about you, Travis? <laughs> um, I finally got into Orange Is the New Black. Nice. Um, I've been hearing people talk about it for God knows how long. Well, I guess since it's been on, uh, was it 2012 it came out? I think this is season four. I don't. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I never really, like, I, I, I thought to myself, like, you know, there's no way this is as good as everyone says it is. And, yeah, actually, you know what? It is. And it's not because, you know, most of the women are naked and, you know, having what they're doing with each other. I mean, that's. Biblical like, that's relations. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, it's the story itself, which is pretty awesome. I also didn't know it was based off a book. I had no idea. Yeah, I wait. What? Sorry. Yes, I it be- was. Yeah, I forgot about that too, and it took me a second for that to sink in and and for me to remember that. It's not based on a book. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, and I believe the uh, author's name is Piper. I believe that's correct. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm on that. I'm actually um. I got the season finale of season two that I got uh, the next one in my uh, in order of what to watch, so I got to check that out. Um, it's an hour and a half, so I haven't really like committed to sitting down and watching it yet because by the time I can sit down and watch it, it's already late as it is. Well, so, you got that for tomorrow then. Um, yeah, maybe, or tonight. I think I think Monk is in order for tonight. <laughs> yeah, still watching, still watching Monk. So it's... Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I did all weekend, you know, besides the drinking and going on a date and 
the family barbecue and everything. Other than that stuff, you know, I've pretty much been doing that since last Friday or Saturday. So, and that's why and that's why I like it on Netflix. Like they give you the entire season at once, and it's like thirteen episodes. I mean, granted, it sucks because you gotta wait six, eight months, whatever it is, for the next season to come out. So you're only stuck with thirteen episodes. But at the same time, you know, you're not sitting there like. Yeah, I seem to wait until next week for the next episode to come out, and next week for the next week, and so on and so forth, so. I just like the fact that Netflix is able to be, you know, as explicit as they want to without any worry. Yeah, yeah I definitely like that, too. That's one of my favorite things about Netflix. Yeah. I, I, I hate the stupid bullshit censorship of things on TV. Mm-hmm. Because it was put there for a reason, but then you're blocking it. Mm-hmm. Which is stupid because it's not you. You act like people don't know what it is. So, yeah. So that's my opinion. No, absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, at least with FX and everything, they kind of pushed the uh, envelope a little. Uh, USAI saw has been doing a little bit more too. Um, but I mean, at the same time, you know, it's nice to get that you know some you know that R rating, sometimes that unrated rating you know when it comes to some of the uh stuff you see on certain shows on netflix it's nice change of pace and you know people can be open and honest you know because how often do you get in a fight with somebody and they're like you mother clucker it's like that doesn't that doesn't fucking happen no. you know it so it's nice for them actually knows you know be able to say the f word and you know when two girls are going at it it actually looks like they're going at it not you know pressing up against each other yeah, and right. It's fucking weird, but no, that's uh, that's my week freak is uh, orange is the new black. Fantastic, Callan. What's your uh, week freak? Now that I actually, yeah, thought about it, that does sound right. <laughs> I was just thinking of it backwards. <laughs> Sorry. Um, f- uh, I found out they have a tropical smoothie cafe in Illinois. I'm so stoked. Um, Where is it? Apparently on Route 30 and, uh, shit. What road is that? It's down Route 30. Um, I forgot the other, the intersection, but... It's down before, Route 30. It's before New Lenox, so... So Mokina? Uh, possibly, I don't know. It's, I, it's a major road, I think. Mm. And I can't think of it. Or is Lagrange? Lagrange. I think it's Lagrange. All right, so it's over by Mariana. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. For those of you, uh, we're talking about uh, Frankfurt, Illinois, at this point. Yeah. What other? Uh, Germany. Yeah. Well, we could be talking about Germany. <laughs> we're talking about Frankfurt, Illinois, and Germany. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Frankfurt, Illinois, no. which is in Germany. <laughs> Um, we're not going to, uh, promote a band this weekend or this week. That is, uh, we're going to save that till next week. Uh, Joey. Yes. Every week, uh, our listeners could catch geek catch Joe here at this freaking show. Um, but where can they find you on Saturdays? On Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live Podcast at geekcastlivepodcast.com slash podcast. Or if you think that URL is horrible and long, you can just type in gcl.ninja and hit enter in your favorite browser. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes by searching GeekCast Live. And, you know, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to uh, thisfreakingshow.com, you're going to find links to our podcast on Podbean and Stitcher. You can find a list of our guests that we've had on, like we had CJ Standal on this week, and like we will next week, so on and so forth, until we get tired of guests, which are never going to happen, because I love talking to people. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram just by searching This Freaking Show. If you're an iPhone user, an iPod user, an iPad user, or you just like Apple, you know, shit in general... Um, <laughs> I what I mean that's about it right iPad iPod uh, iPhone yeah. is that it Don't perfect the Apple so, TV yeah so if you like any of that you know non Android garbage uh, hit us up on iTunes and uh, you know leave us a five star review because those are what help us become a bigger podcast than what we are now as always I am Travesty I'm Awkward Cow and I'm Geek Cast Joe 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>